On today's episode, we'll be sharing all of the amazing details that we know about Disney Cruise Line's brand new ship, the Disney Wish. We can't wait to share all about this absolutely gorgeous edition. This is episode 15 of Simplifying the Magic. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Simplifying the Magic. We're a podcast about traveling with tips and tricks to help simplify your next vacation. My name is Megan, and I'm here with Jess. Hello. And we are excited to continue our cruising segment by indulging you with all the details of this new ship. We went over the cruise line in general a little bit last week, but today we want to get into the specifics of the wish. So Disney is referring to it as the newest jewel in the cruise line crown. <laughs> it certainly looks like it could right? be a sparkling jewel. It I mean, oh, it is just beautiful. It's it really is. So elegant. So beautiful. Disney's promising that Disney, Marvel, Star Wars, and Pixar favorites will be brought to life like never before. And they're guaranteeing enchantment all through the ship and staterooms with regal design details and fairy tale inspirations. We are sure that after you guys hear this, no one will want to turn down this vacation, <laughs> right? I mean, I'm like getting myself on the ship as soon as possible, I think, <laughs> or trying to anyway. Yeah. And it's right around the corner, right? I booking know. At least. <laughs> yeah. Booking begins um, a week from when this episode launches. So May 27th, and it will start sailing in summer of 2022 with sailings to the Bahamas. Um, so it's really soon, really, I can't believe it. Given the fact that cruising hasn't even officially come back yet. It's pretty awesome that we're already getting to book this new ship that isn't even finished being built. I don't think exactly like the unveiling is like right in line with the booking and cruising. Yeah. It's amazing. So I guess the maiden voyage is going to be June 9th, I believe. And Mm -hmm. that one is five nights and the rest are three or four nights varying from June all the way to September. Yeah, and so. they're going to Nassau in the Bahamas and Castaway Key. Yeah, it's just oh, it just looks so beautiful and that that like grand hall when you walk in it just looks spectacular. I mean, so beautiful. I cannot wait to see it what it like really looks like in person. I know. Hopefully that will be in our futures. Yes. <laughs> or even in photos. Or pho- yeah. <laughs> Like almost the same, almost the same, <laughs> not quite, so but we'll let's just talk cry. about that beautiful color palette that they're using mm-hmm. and get into some of the state rooms. What did you think about those? It's so pretty. It's like blues and golds and, um, in the state rooms, they are going to be featuring some iconic elements of Disney films, which is so nice. Like they have like Cinderella and all of the different um, classic Disney films kind of portrayed in their little touches around the staterooms. And just like other ships, there's going to be some split bathrooms that are available in some of the staterooms. And then a queen size bed, a convertible sofa can be found in all. Um, want to tell them about the pretty cool concierge level rooms. Yeah. So we told you guys last week about the four different levels of rooms. There's the inside ones, the ocean view with the porthole, the veranda where you get a little balcony, and then there's that concierge level. Mm -hmm. So not only are these concierge rooms like 
amazing, but you have access to private concierge lounges and a private sun deck on top of just having these spectacular rooms. So fancy, so fancy. (laughs) So they include a tangled themed room as well as little mermaid themed rooms. And some of these actually are forward facing, which I think has to just be incredible. Yeah. They're saying that's the first time ever that they've had staterooms that are forward facing. So that's pretty amazing. Another first time is yeah, these Royal suites that are inspired by who? Oh, sleeping beauty. One of our faves. Yes. And two of them feature two levels, two levels on a ship. I know it's amazing. It's amazing little st- uh, spiral staircase getting from one to the other. Uh, so cool. And stained glass features, which I mean, on a cruise ship, there's stained glass. It sounds so amazing. Yeah. And uh, they just look incredibly gorgeous. Like I want to live there, but I don't think that even if we pulled like every <laughs> single person we know together, we can be able to afford those Royal suites. So if you can please book with us, no, yes. yeah, but yeah. really we're going to just have to keep dreaming about those suites, but yeah, I, know. Uh, I thought it was really gorgeous. cool how they did the colors. So they themed them all after sleeping beauty, but some of them are more like light blues and golds, like the castle where others are like deep greens looking more like the forest. And I mean, they're so different, but yet both so stunning and elegant. Like I don't even know which one I would choose. (laughs) I don't know either, but Oh, they're so gorgeous. I just, I love all the touches that they just, they literally don't leave any detail unturned. They just really think of everything. It's so beautiful. Yeah. And that leads right into the dining. So Mm -hmm. Disney's referring to all of the dining experiences as being imaginative dining, where the dining is going to meet storytelling, allowing you to like step into your favorite Disney stories while enjoying amazing food, which I mean, is very Disney. So it's pretty awesome that we get to experience that. Um, And there is going to be three main dining restaurants. Um, The first is Arendelle, a frozen dining adventure. And that is going to be a theatrical dining experience where guests can see Anna, Elsa, Kristoff, and Olaf while dining on Norwegian inspired dishes. Um, I just think this is going to be so fun. I know my kids would be absolutely thrilled to go hang out with Olaf at dinner. So (laughs) I'm, I'm really hoping that we get to experience this someday because they are just totally obsessed with that little snowman. So yes, I have (laughs) not really much of an idea what Norwegian food is. So I maybe need to research that a little bit to get an (laughs) idea of the menu, but I love how everyone's going to be entertained while eating, you know? And I think that that is really nice because sometimes kids want to get through the meals a little too fast and that might prolong that experience a little bit. Definitely. I think so. Especially, I mean, knowing Disney, they're probably, probably going to make it snow somehow in there. I mean, if it's going to be like Arendelle, like I just, who knows, but all the videos they keep showing like magic sparkles flying everywhere. And I'm like, they better deliver that somewhere on this ship. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But I think the restaurant I'm most excited about is the worlds of Marvel. So this is all like Marvel superhero themed and they're saying that during dinner, 
you'll be part of your own superhero story where you get to see your favorite Avengers superheroes. And um, the menu is going to feature like kind of a broad range of food from classic American all the way to like rich African flavors. So I think that that's going to be really neat to be immersed in my kids' favorite movies. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I know my son hasn't watched a whole lot of Marvel, but I know my stepson Gavin has, and he is obsessed. So this would be right up his alley. And I think the last restaurant is a little... I guess like maybe a little more grown up the the theming mm-hmm. of it. So this one's called 1923 and it's named after the year that Walt Disney Studios was founded. So throughout that, they're showing like glitz and glamour of Hollywood and you dine amid like storyboards and sketches and props that take you through the early days of animation. Yeah. And it's kind of a more Californian cuisine style. So kind of West Coast cuisine. And it just, this one looks really cool for like, I think adults, I mean, kids, I think will enjoy it. But for me, I think just going through the years of the old Hollywood, it looks, it looks like it's really cool. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I think you throw a dress in your bag for dinner at this night. (laughs) Yes, for sure. Get a little sparkly. Yep. (laughs) And I I feel like, you know, maybe the kids wouldn't would get a little lost on the whole history of the animation, but in the pictures, they show all these like bookcases or display cases. And I saw like, um, like a little teapot, like chip or something from beauty and the beast. So I could see like a lot of I spy or search and find type things that the kids would totally get into. You're so creative. I wouldn't even (laughs) think to do that. (laughs) I had to learn the hard way how to get through uh, (laughs) dining experiences. So I get desperate. I understand that it's, it can be tough with young kids. Oh man. Well, Disney is also going to be unveiling some new innovative experiences on the Disney wish. Um, so they're going to continue to combine inventive, inventive design, advanced technology and storytelling. And so the Disney wish promises to create the next level of family entertainment, which is pretty exciting. And the first thing we're going to talk about there is the aqua mouse. Disney's first ever attraction at sea, which is so cool. Um, it looks so fun. <laughs> I know you're going to join Mickey and Minnie on a cartoon filled water adventure with show scenes, music, lighting, and special effects. And it's 760 feet of winding tubes. And then you land in a lazy river. How cool is that? I yeah. mean, oh my gosh, it's going to be like an actual ride on a cruise ship, not just a water slide, like an actual ride. So cool. It looks like whenever you're not watching the cute little cartoons, you're able to overlook the ocean and the rest of the ship. So I think nonstop, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, absolutely. It kind of has the same um, cartoon animation style that like Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway has, which to be totally honest, I'm not 100% sold on that animation. Like Goofy scares me just a little (laughs) bit. He's a little creepy. (laughs) But after being on Mickey and Minnie's uh, Runaway Railway, I loved that ride so much. I think I'm like 95% on board with the new new style. (laughs) That's exactly how I felt before I wrote it last summer. And then I was like, Oh, I kind of see how cute they are. Okay. Yeah. I get it now. We could just make like goofy, a little less hairy or something. I don't know. It's just <laughs> something's off. Well, he is a dog. I know. I know. <laughs> but nonetheless, Aqua Mouse looks amazing. It sure does. <laughs> I also think that the hero zone sounds so cool, particularly yes. for a boy mom. Mm-hmm. So this is a recreation space where you can participate in physical challenges and game show style competitions. 
The area is going to allow families to play together in what's being described as a sports court, game floor, playground, movie theater, and more all in one. So crazy. I mean, what boys don't like to compete? I know (laughs) our kids are constantly trying to one-up each other in competition. So I think they would really enjoy this place where they could do it like in front of everyone and like, who's the winner? (laughs) Yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen any pictures of what this is going to look like. I don't know if they've shared anything, but I don't think they have yet. It sounds really cool. I feel like it has a little of that toy store, mania, uh, toy story mania in it that I love so much. Yes. (laughs) Right. Competition, family (laughs) style, like it. We thrive. (laughs) (laughs) Um, there's also going to be 10 pools on this lovely ship. Um, in addition to the water and play areas, there's pools with three different depths spread out over four different decks. And there's going to be speaking of toy story, a toy story splash zone featuring larger than life, rubber bath toys, and a slideosaurus Rex family side slide, sounds which so cute. Oh my gosh. Timothy would die. He's going to be so excited <laughs> to see that. I can't. I'm absolutely not going to be able to show him that unless we are going on this ship for sure. <laughs> Have you ever seen the little toy story short where it's like party source Rex? They're all in the bathtub together. <laughs> um, no, but well, I'm you need to need find to it. It's it. on Disney plus. So it's like, okay. it's maybe 10 minutes long. And I feel like this pool is going to basically put you in that little, that little clip. So everybody go watch Love it. it. <laughs> okay. I'm going to watch it as soon as we're done here. <laughs> Uh, So along with pools, there's going to be a lot of evening entertainment and even daytime entertainment, um, similar to the other cruise lines. So they have a giant theater on the Disney wish that was inspired by Fantasia. It's really beautiful, like kind of floral themed. And there's going to be uh, Disney's Aladdin, a musical spectacular performed there, as well as two new original productions, which they have not released yet. So we'll stay tuned to hear what else. That's exciting. Yeah. There's also going to be live music and comedy acts and family game shows at a new venue called Luna. It's Luna is a new entertainment venue that has family fun by day and elegant entertainment by night. So at night it's adults only is what they're saying there. (laughs) But I think it sounds like a really fun place to kind of just get some entertainment throughout your ship or cruise ship. Yeah. And just like the other cruises, you'll also be able to watch new Disney movies in one of the two cinemas. So that's right. Two cinemas aboard this ship. So there's the Wonderland cinema and Neverland cinema. Once again, I mean, I know we talked about this last week, but like how big these cruise ships are to have two movie theaters. (laughs) It's it's crazy. I guess I did actually read that this, the wish is, is bigger than all of the other Disney cruises, but has the same number of passengers to be on. So there is more free space in this one than okay. the, other, the yep. other ships. That makes sense. Um, would you like to start talking about the kids clubs? Here? Yeah. So kids clubs are going to be abundant on this ship as well. And there's multiple themed spaces with fun activities. And of course they're supervised by the specially trained cast members. So mm-hmm. one is the Marvel superhero Academy. This is where children, I know this is where children three through 12 can train alongside their favorite Marvel characters. So they mentioned Spider-Man, Black Panther, Ant-Man, 
the wasp. Um, I don't know who the wasp is, but I guess I'm sure my I kids don't do. know either. I'm <laughs> sure they do. But they say that the kids are going to be able to like team up, select their own super suit, and then put it to test in a battle against Marvel villains. That's so cool. It sounds I mean, fun. <laughs> so fun. Can we go in and try? I know, I know that's not, what I feel like. I know we're not allowed. Is to like <laughs> try and get a grasp on what your kids are experiencing at these places. <laughs> I know. Um, there's also going to be the Walt Disney Imagineering Lab where kids will discover how attractions are made. They can create their own roller coaster and then actually ride it, which just sounds so cool. I mean, I'm sure it's a virtual type of situation, but uh, how cool they get to like learn how Imagineering works, which yeah. what person doesn't want to do that. I want to go take that class <laughs> and check that out. I will definitely back up my children if that's what they inspire to be as a right as grow up. <laughs> For sure. Um, they'll also have fairy tale hall where the kids can meet princesses and frozen Queens. Um, here they're going to be able to like make crafts, like floating lanterns at Rapunzel's art studio. They'll be able to act out stories at bell's library. And it looks like there's like magic lessons from Anna and Elsa. Ooh. So again, maybe those sparkles are going to happen. <laughs> if our kids learn how to make sparkles, I'm going <laughs> to be very excited. <laughs> I like sparkles. <laughs> of course, there's somewhere for the older kids to go to. Um, so the edge is going to be sort of your tween area, which is New York City inspired. Ooh. And then vibe is Parisian inspired for teenagers. Very nice. And of and course, they also, have yeah, the, the it's small, a small world. world nursery as well. Yeah. Um, so then we move on to our adults only portion of the ships. Um, they have their own restaurants, lounges, and pools aboard the Disney wish. The first one that we're going to talk about, I am just so excited about. It's kind of something that I've been excited for ever since they announced space 220. this like type of venue. And so I'm super excited about this one. Um, it's going to be the star Wars hyperspace lounge where families can visit during the day, but adults only at night. And there's going to be out of the world concoctions while watching the star Wars galaxy fly by. So basically there's going to be those big screens that look like windows where you're looking out into space, which is so, so cool. I'm, I am just so excited about this because I've been waiting and waiting and waiting for space 220 to open. And it might never we happen. Just, we just don't know if it ever will, but this is like a real thing. So that's really exciting. <laughs> I was so happy to hear that this wasn't adults only all the time, that at least it could be a family experience during yeah. the day. Yeah. It's kind of like Oga's Cantina. I feel yeah. like where kids are allowed, but there's definitely going to be some special adult stuff in the evening. I'm sure. Yeah. So just watch out if they have that fuzzy tauntaun on there. <laughs> Remember the numbing lips. <laughs> I told my husband about that. And oh my gosh, we were dying. It's so funny. <laughs> I agree. Love it. This, it sounds really cool. There's also going to be a place for adults to get away at the quiet cove pool. This features an infinity pool bar poolside lounge that expands over the entire section of the ship's upper deck. So once again, while your kids are in the kids areas, you get to go to the quiet cove pool. It's just kind of a win-win. So um, there's also going to be three new beauty and the beast inspired adults only experiences. And these look phenomenal. So there's going to be Apollo steakhouse, which is on other ships, but in, on other ships, it's more just Italian. And now that it's going to be more of a steakhouse and it is inspired by Cogsworth from 
uh, the beauty and the beast. And there's also the rose, which is more of a cocktail lounge and enchanté, which is based off of Lumiere from beauty and the beast. And that is going to be another, I think a French inspired restaurant. Yeah. I think that's cute. Those subtle, subtle hints of beauty and the beast in their theming. (laughs) Yeah. I'm, I'm, excited to see those, like when the, the pictures come out to you, cause they look like they're going to be quite yummy. Yeah. Very excited. So one thing again about reserving a cruise is to secure it. It is different than the $200 deposit that's required when you're just doing like a Disney package. It's actually a 20%, um, down payment. So keep that in mind. And, um, again, I think at least on the wish, these dates are going to go pretty quick. So if it's something that interests you, you need, you've got a week to think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And (laughs) please feel free to reach out to us and we can answer any questions that you might have. And if you'd like to get on our list, you would, we would be more than happy to help you. So, yes. Um, so big news again this week, right? Yes. Do share, do share. I'm so excited. Well, uh, Disney has announced that masks are optional in outdoor common areas. Unbelievable. (laughs) Unbelievable. I'm, I was shocked. I was shocked. Truly. I was so shocked. I'm, I'm flabbergasted, but I'm so thrilled because I was so nervous about our trip in the summer in August, even though I've done it before. I was still a little nervous and now I don't have to worry about it quite as much. So yeah, that's it's just really exciting. It's so great. I have a client that's there right now and she texted, she's like, oh my gosh, it's so weird on Friday. We had to wear masks, but then on Saturday we didn't. And that's just for so her crazy to be there for that, um, transition. Over, transition is really neat. And yeah, I mean, that means that you can now walk around while you're eating or drinking. You can, you know, yeah. it's just this revolutionizes Epcot again, back to totally. it's like normal where you can grab a beer and a snack and wander around, which I'm so excited to do this summer. We have two park days there and woohoo. Yeah, it's um, definitely wheels are moving quickly, getting things, you know, back in order. I think capacity yes. has been on the rise and, you know, I'm not sure they're not really disclosing what percent they're at now, but they have said that more people are going to be allowed into the parks. Yes, they definitely confirmed that capacity is rising. So, um, also, not only is it at Disney that they're doing the mask policy, it's also at Universal. So both parks have decided to do that. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, you know, right now Disney's really focusing on the wish and getting everybody, mm-hmm. you know, on board with that. But um, I have a feeling when that sort of settles, we are going to be hearing a lot about either fast passes or dining plans or something. So I absolutely, (laughs) it's like, I'm just waiting every day. Mm -hmm. I wake up like waiting for an email (laughs) about different things because it just feels like things are coming and coming quickly. So, yeah, but I think other than that, the only other news we have, we sort of suggested that the festival of the lion King might be open, but now it is officially open. So you can for sure see that on your next day. And, um, yeah, I think so. And I did hear that they are actually allowing more and more people into the festival of the lion King. Um, they've kind of reduced the social distancing. So they're able to fit more people in per show now, which is nice. Um, and apparently it's not the full on festival of Lion King. It's a celebration of the festival of Lion King. So I believe I heard that the monkeys aren't there right now, oh, which no. is a little <laughs> sad, but, um, that's okay. Hopefully they'll come back. Well, yeah. Hopefully um, they'll make an appearance soon. 
but at least the show is back because it's just so spectacular. It's totally Broadway quality. So, yeah. And I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. Cause I think I, I also read a few other shows increasing their capacity, some plexiglass partitions being removed. So, um, yeah, it's a big, big changes. <laughs> yeah. And actually this is not at all to do with Disney, but exciting nonetheless. And because there are Disney shows that are, that are there, um, Broadway is reopening this fall. And so, um, there is some really great deals on the Lion King on Broadway and some other and Hamilton. I mean, I know my sister-in-law just bought tickets for her and my niece to go for my niece's birthday to see Hamilton. It's like less than $200 a ticket right now. When Hamilton opened here, it was (laughs) a thousand dollars plus in New York. So, I mean, if you are local to this area, definitely buy yourself some tickets because you're not going to be able to do that again. Yeah. Those prices won't stay that way for long. I wouldn't imagine. No, no. (laughs) just wanted to throw that in. Yeah. I live locally. (laughs) Absolutely. That's good. Um, should we move on to our tip of the week? Yeah, definitely. So we did our tips this time a little bit about cruising since that's been our episode focus. And we have three special tips for you. The first one is to make sure that you arrive at your departure port a day ahead of the schedule that you're supposed to leave. So even if your cruise says it's leaving at like three or four o'clock, don't chance it by arriving that morning because you never know if you're going to you know, have an issue on your plane or hit a traffic jam on the highway. So the ship's not going to wait for you. So (laughs) make sure you get there the night before so that you can be assured that you'll be on there in time. Yes. That's very important. And if you're going international, you maybe even want to give more than that, you know, two or three days to allow for more probability of having a transportation problem. And also just like jet lag and make sure you get the most out of your cruising experience. Yeah, definitely. Um, another tip is that you would like, you might want to put your bathing suit in your carry on because you might not have your luggage right away. So it's always nice to have that and anything else that you might want in those first couple of hours when you arrive at the ship. Um, I do something similar when I go to like regular destinations, like Walt Disney world and things. I always have like things I want right away in my carry on. So yeah, just a little cruising, no different. Yeah. And then as far as packing, I would recommend packing a little lighter than normal for cruise. Um, as, as lovely as the staterooms are, unless you're in that two floor (laughs) spiral case (laughs) concierge suite, it's a little more cramped than your standard (gasps) hotel room. So, you know, not having excess luggage and things like that can really help you out. And I also know a lot of people people that use like those foldable shoe racks for toiletries, just oh, to yeah. free up counter space or whatever. So little travel hacks like that might really help you streamline your, your stay. Yeah, definitely. You bring those, don't you? When you go to Disney and stuff? Well, I've never done one for toiletries, but I do one for like shelves and, and yeah, I mean the toiletry one, that's a great idea. If you don't yeah. have a big counter, like that can take up a lot of space. So I love yeah, it. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I like it. Well, um, I think that does it for our show today. Are you looking to book a vacation? We would love to help you. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at simplifying the magic, or you can email us at simplifying the magic at gmail.com. We are here to help answer questions, give advice, or just to say hi. And we would really love it if you could go on over to iTunes and leave us a review to help our show grow. So take the trip because there is a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. And your next vacation is just a dream away. See you next week. Bye. Bye.